Black voices are making an impact this month and beyond. Keep listening to discover one of our favorite shows, courtesy of ACAST Recommends. There's a lot of misinformation out there, but the truth remains indisputable. I'm Dr. Rashad Ritchie, and every day I'll be bringing you a full dose of truth on my show, Indisputable. We cover criminal justice, social justice, politics, racism, police brutality, and everything in between. I even make space for conservative voices, but not before they step into the bullpen, where I debate them on their policy agenda. In January, I hosted They Called Him Radical, a special tribute to Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. It features myself, Senator Nina Turner, Ricky Smiley, and Sharon Reed. Together, we reflected on Martin Luther King Jr.'s legacy, his real legacy, and considered what we can all do to continue to fight for a better world. Listen to Indisputable and They Called Him Radical on Apple Podcasts. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com. Welcome to the Quick Stop Formula One podcast. My name is Nyasha and you could have been anywhere in the world, but you're here with us. We appreciate that. Joining me as ever is my co-host and co-founder, Tandy Sabanda. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that. Hi, guys. Hi. I, I'll say we? hi back for you. Hello. I'm, I'm, <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Uh, good, good, mate. You all right, mm. Hayden? Got your wine? Good. I'm on the uh, rosé because this is uh, a week of celebrations. A celebration. Yeah. <laughs> I know what this is. Yeah. Celebration is. Um, that's a Kanye West song. Uh, is non-gender specific. So <laughs> I'm going to I'm gonna have to beep that out, aren't I? <laughs> I've, I've decided I'm just going to have to beep out all swear words. That's, 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 we're moving, f- as we move forward now, because you know what, yeah? Mm. I was on a space after was it after the race. I think it was after the race. I was on a it was space. After, I, it was after it wasn't after the race. It was after qualifying. After qualifying. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah, after yeah. qualifying. Yeah, I was on a space. I think it was Thanos's space. Yeah, and was... <gasps> that space was I, mad. Was it, was it that space? Yeah, I can't yeah. Was. But like <laughs> someone, someone is like being supported on stage. And they were like, oh, you know, hi, what do you think of, like, you know, the Mercedes? Oh, f***ing Mercedes, these motherfuckers, they, they, they took off last night. And I was like, oh, my God. It's like, is this what it sounds like when we're swearing <laughs> on the pod? Because, like, my ears feel attacked right now. Like, I was like, Man. I cannot, I cannot do that. So, um, from now on, we're beeping swear words. Um, I need to make a Including note. the word, my c***y, that's now a swear word, too. So, but oh, so I'm gonna have to. Oh no, I'm gonna have to mute that right down. Yeah. Well, it's gonna be hard to talk about the uh, the report without mentioning. Look, anyway, look, we're just talking here. We've got a guest on the show. Our resident DJ. Resident, (laughs) resident. I I feel like (laughs) I say, yeah, we're just like we pay like a twenty a week, and we just come. Play the tunes all the girls like. <laughs> uh, no, look, uh, the first guest to do back to back. Not yeah. even Because uh, you know what, yeah? I'll be honest with you guys, we actually had a pretty cool guest lined up for this week, yeah? <laughs> I'm gonna, like, oh, no. we, had, we had a pretty cool guest lined up for this week, yeah? Who works in F1. Like, it could have been like, it would have been a really nice conversation. And also, a bit, it's someone that we've quote tweeted before and it's been like it could have got a bit spicy but the events of this weekend i I had to get a little 
oh yeah, we can't say that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you can't help yourself. <laughs> nah, no. Sick of this podcast. I'm sick of it. Can't help it. Can't help it. <laughs> this uh, is why they don't uh, with us. This is why. This is why. This is why, bro. This is why there's no sponsors. This, this is why we're not on Sky Sports. This is why. Anyway, look, guys, we've got Go Tommy on. on the pod. <laughs> we've got Tommy. We've got Tommy. Welcome. Welcome, Tommy. How's it going? Uh, it's all good. It's all good. Nah, I'm honored to be on again, you know. When, when, um... no, Tommy, you made out like we don't appreciate you. We totally do appreciate you. We do. No, we well, nah, I know like, you do, but. Right? When cool. certain things happen, you need to make sure you have a certain type of guest. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, I just want to yeah. keep it real. I want to be, you know what it is, yeah? Sometimes the guests, it's good to have those outside things and whatever. But you know what? This weekend mm. was a family affair. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, this is family it's business. Family business right now that we that need to conduct. Can't be with us. Words Kanye West. Okay, so let's get let's, into it. Let's yeah. get into it. Okay, cool. Yeah. So, hello. Welcome to the show again. Um, mm-hmm. We are here to... First and foremost, wow, this has been the most disjointed start ever. Welcome, <laughs> welcome everyone. If you're uh-huh. listening uh, on Spotify or Apple, make sure you're following us, subscribe to us. Um, if you're on Spotify, you can give a review. Um, you, can give a, you can give us a five-star review. Last week, there was 52, okay? Mm-hmm. This week, I'm gonna count it. I'm gonna count it. Eighty-one. Oh God! Thank you wow. so much. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, was expect- I was about to get these, man. I was like, better stop. So, guys, if you're on Spotify, uh, give us a five star review. It really helps. It's helping us grow our audience. Mm-hmm. If, you're on, if you're on Apple, you can leave us a review as well. Those things really help. And if you're watching, subscribe. Okay. Also. If you have us on Instagram or Twitter, yeah. stop calling Yasha uncle because he gets really upset about it and he doesn't appreciate it. The boy is not an uncle. He's a young boy. Yes, he has an uncle mentality. He loves to rant. He loves to rant. <laughs> but he's not an uncle. And look at his gorgeous haircut. Can we have a round of applause for his hair? Oh, oh, you know what? Yeah. Um, thank you, Tan. You're. Oh. <laughs> I hit the button for his own haircut. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I hit it and I was like, why did I do that, bro? I felt like I, mean, I felt like I just liked my own tweet. <laughs> I can't. I am. Guys, I am not old, okay? I don't know where this has come from. I'm not old. You know what it is, yeah? Because I'm I'm about to be old. I'm I'm teetering on it. I'm not gonna lie. Oldness is welcoming me into its arms, slowly but surely. Okay. Oh, but God. I'm not there yet. Stop putting years of my life, okay? I love you guys. Stop calling me uncle. I'm not old. So, um, but thank you to the fans, you guys. Mm. Um, Bahrain Grand Prix. First race of the season, 2022. We're leaving all that 2021 behind. Start of a new season. New regulations. New cars. Uh, Tommy, you like cars. You know cars. Oh, yeah, love cars. Love me what? some cars. You love you some cars. <laughs> love me some cars. What um, <laughs> what uh, what are your thoughts on on now? We I guess we sort of been testing, but now we've seen them all. You know, through qualifying, um, yeah, low fuel, 
high engine modes. Um, how how are you feeling about the new cars? How they ha- how they look like they handle? They look a bit. Obviously, they are slower, but they look a bit clumsy yeah, at times. It, yeah. it looks. They look. I mean, the cars look faster when they're not moving. Um, <laughs> I think. Mm-hmm. I was watching this race and I'm, this is probably going to be an unpopular opinion, but I looked at everyone that I was watching it with because I had like friends and family over and I said, Loki, I think last year's cars were better. <laughs> I think they were talking about raceability. I don't think much happened to justify, say, raceability. I think mm. the playing field's evened more because it's like a fresh start for everything, for everyone. But I feel like yeah. the cars are too cumbersome. And because they're running stiffer suspension because of ground effects, you know, um, yeah. the cars are bouncing a lot. So it, it's taken away from the uh, sensation of speed when they're moving. Yeah. I think it looks like the cars are just clunky and it doesn't look exciting to see them go past, especially yeah. when they're going through corners. But yeah. one thing I can say is that it was nice that, you know, we had like Cass up high and yeah, it, it's kind of an unknown. But at the same time, it's like, why is a Hass up high? Yeah, I know. I, you know, I mean, like, I would have really loved if they, they evened out the playing field without making the car so slow. I feel like the car should have been faster. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I think slowing the cars down is kind of like it's having like the reverse effect of what they hoped because the F two race looks faster than the Formula One race. The F two race and 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 the F two race is still exciting as well. Yeah, like. And, and, like what I would say is, uh, yeah, a big thing about F1 is the cars looking sleek and fast when they go through corners. And it, it, I, I don't get that. However, we, we'll see. I'll be interested yeah. to see how these cars look in Monaco. I'm not going to lie. Um, Singapore. Actually, it? Yeah, Monaco, Singapore. were they even fit? Well, like two of them. Yeah, and, I mean, and Saudi next week. Um, Jeddah is gonna be yeah. interesting as well. So that, it, that circuit looked fast last year, it looked so good last year seeing the yeah. cars move around, but now with the bouncing, and yeah. they're gonna have to do a lot of um, and the hydraulics, gonna, yeah. Now they're gonna have to do a lot of braking earlier, yeah. And the cars are heavier, so they won't be. I don't know, I don't know. It's uh, it's not great. I, I mean, look, no, I guess, look, well. I, I think the jury's still out. I think, you know, I think the drivers are saying it's easy to follow and, and so forth. And we did get that battle at the front, but also we can come back to that battle because I don't think that is entirely down to the new regulations. I think there's... You know what I mean? That's just like a battle that, like we would have seen. Yeah, I think that's, <laughs> that's DRS and that's, that's one driver with racing intelligence and one that doesn't. So... <laughs> <laughs> so... Um, right. um, <laughs> I don't know, man. Look, it's <laughs> so... <laughs> all in all, though, all in all, the race did just leave a lovely taste in all of our minds. Like, it it did. I think yeah. it left a lovely taste because we got a result that was better than what we expected. Mm-hmm. But I think watching it, you know, like watching it as just a viewer or someone that hasn't got any like skin in the game, as they say, right. I think the race was actually boring until we got the you know the engine failures and the and then the oh yeah and the crying the, the, the race was boring yeah. that part do you know what i'm saying and yeah. that that isn't because of the new regs that's just because of reliability that we would have probably got regardless we probably could have got more excitement with the older cars but i don't know mm-hmm. let's see i'm i'm calling it early though but i think that these cars when they first revealed the concept images they looked sleek and low and futuristic yeah. and now it's like they just look like 
indie cars. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They do look like indie cars, actually. Yeah. 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 And the noses are really high off the ground, so they look very like, fake. <laughs> like hammerhead sharks. Yeah. 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 Well, let's see. Especially with the, uh, the mud flaps as well. Um, yeah. Uh, so, look, we'll see. I think... Mm. It, like a lot of things, maybe it's too early. We'll see. And I think also this year might be a season of fine tuning the regulations. And I think maybe next year we'll be able to get to a set of regulations where maybe it will allow the cars to be faster and maybe ride higher. Maybe they'll introduce active suspension and, you know, and so forth and go from there. But yeah, interesting seeing the cars at full tilt, not as majestic as I thought it'd be, but Nevertheless, uh, Tandy, on Saturday, we had a, a, a we had an interesting qualifying session. I, I, you know what? One mm. thing that doesn't get spoken about in Formula One is how good qualifying is. Like, qualifying... I always liked quali more than the actual race most times, you know. Oh, really? Yeah. I, I, qualifying is all... I missed qualifying. I forgot how much tension you get for... And especially, like with how Mercedes are at the moment, mm. just kind of not, I was knowing we, there wasn't going to be a pole, but it was like, how far off is this going to be? And like, you know, who's going to get pole between Verstappen and Leclerc? It, it, you know, and there's drama throughout the field from, you know, from, from bottom to, to top. Um, what were your thoughts on qualifying? I guess let's, before we go into Mercedes, mm. let's focus on Red Bull and Ferrari for a second. I was only going to talk about Ferrari to be fair. Yeah. So, Ferrari come out and essentially they look like they are the quickest car. Um, they have allegedly been working on their car since last year and the whole time I kept saying, okay, we want to see it all showing this year and I guess we yeah. are kind of seeing it. <laughs> we, we are seeing it, right? I you know what I'm saying? even two years, Tandy. I think they're Really? So they, they basically... Please, this, this is two years in the making. You better get a championship this yeah. year, lads, because then that's <laughs> bare embarrassing. I'm going to give you a gun jump <laughs> It's, you know, you would hope after two years of basically sacking mm-hmm. off 2020 and sacking yeah, off yeah. last year. And, you know, they had more time in the wind tunnel. So, mm-hmm. thoughts on Charlie but To Leclerc. be fair, you're, you can do that when you're not competing for the championship. So. You can. And you have, you, you, can. And you have Ferrari's budget. You can, you can mm. say, so you can't really praise them for focusing on the car because mm. that's, that was their only choice. <laughs> yeah. But to be fair, you could say that they used their meaty bum days wisely yeah you know, there's some bums who'll sit and be bums but maybe they were actually trying yeah i hear what you're saying there yeah. is like aston martin yeah we're at, we're at home watching jeremy kyle all yeah day. do you know what i mean smoking inside yeah watching jeremy kyle continuously going to the corner shop yeah do you know what I mean? yeah, in their pajamas the jacks yeah yeah but you know, like Ferrari were actually trying to apply for jobs. Did some online courses. Doing courses, yeah. 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 Love it. I love yeah. it. See? Well, they do have the largest budget in Formula One, so. So yeah, maybe. So maybe you know what Ferrari are. Ferrari no, because like, I know where you're going with this. Don't say what I think you want to say. What do you, I'm not going to say. Don't say it anyway. I'm not going to say anything nasty. Okay, okay, go on. I was going to say like they're like. 
<laughs> they're like, they're like, they're like, you know, in the London creative scene, there's a lot of people you think are like, oh, you know, they're in the trenches with us, they're poor, but really they just got like loads of money from their dad. And then, yeah. and, and like, and and then everyone's like, oh, I'm broke, I'm broke. They're like, I'm broke. It's like, oh, you've got a lot of money in your account. Yeah, trust me. <laughs> <laughs> your dad pays your rent. <laughs> so that's what I was going to say. See, very nice. Um, so yeah, look, Ferrari, yeah, they've put that budget to use. They have put that time to use. I think Mattia Bonotto deserves some credit because I know there were a lot of people on him mm-hmm. saying, you know, Ferrari, you've been, you know, obviously you had the illegal engine in 2019. And then after that, your car is <laughs> not great at all for two years. And, you know, he's always said we're focusing on 2022. Um, and I think they're pretty lucky, I guess, in that, because of COVID, there was an extra year added on to the development pipeline for yeah. these cars. Um, and and they've come out and Charles Leclerc, Charles, Charles Leclerc. Guys, uh, can you, yeah, so can we be clear on how to pronounce Charles' name? It's Charles. Charles? Charles? Charles. Charles? You, you went to correct everyone and you don't even know yourself. No, I'm asking, I'm asking. <laughs> I think it's Charles. I think it's. I think there's no C's. I think it's like Charles Leclerc. 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 Charles Leclerc. Leclerc. Charles Leclerc. No, I'm just trying to, you know, put some respect on a man's name. Oh no! Yeah, now you want to respect him. <laughs> now you want to respect him. <laughs> That's a very different tone to end of last year. I remember speaking about him last year, and you were like, "He makes bad mistakes. He makes bad mistakes. He's always on another planet." Now it's put some respect <laughs> on his name. Please. Be Bro, consistent with your hatred. Please. There's a there's a there's a lost file somewhere, yeah. With Tandy going in on Charles Leclerc. You, know you guys not remember last week? I was like, the, the Ferrari looked nice, and you guys were like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to be nice here, but you guys were like, tomato, tomato, tomato. It feels like you no, know it feels like you're a bit of a turncoat. That's the problem we've got here. It feels Are you like, calling me a glory yeah. hunter? Come on now. Like, you knew damn well who I was when you picked me up. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> 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 so, uh, Charles Leclerc. Charles Leclerc. Charles. Charles. Um, they don't want, and they put on proposition Max Verstappen uh, about a tenth of... So, Red Bull looking great and obviously Sergio Perez managing to qualify within three tenths of Max as well, which... That's his job, I guess. You know, lowest bar in the history of teammates. Um, like literally not required to be his teammate. Lol. What a, that is Ow. a sweet gig. Like you're here to lose to Max. Like you're like, crazy. Anyway, um, some and, people enjoy being the side chick. Do you know what I mean? For sure. And look, yeah, I guess true, it depends. It depends mm. where you're the side chick. You're going like he's he's level. It's like. Red Bull took him out the hood. Yeah. Picked him up in the limo. That's what I mean. I'm going to put you up in an apartment. In put you in the AP. You're doing just, you're used, yeah. you said it, bills all paid, Netflix there, chill. That's so. <laughs> um, <laughs> I speak about that. Like I, I've got no experience of that. So. Um, Much future. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, Red Bull, mm-hmm. surprising, I guess, Tommy, that. I think a lot of people, obviously, after testing, were expecting them to be the fastest car. I feel like maybe even Verstappen was expecting them to be the fastest car. Um, mm. But the, uh, in qualifying, they were about a tenth off. And, you know, in the race, it just seemed like they didn't quite have that race pace. Were you surprised uh, at that? Or did you always have Ferrari as, like, the number one 
kind of uh, team going into the first race? Uh, I, I don't know. I felt like there was a Ferrari hype train going on even before Ferrari showed their car or did anything. Everyone was like, yeah, Ferrari's going to be the best next year. I was like, but how does everyone know this? <laughs> um, I think Ferrari were really good this weekend, but whether or not this stays on every weekend... I mean, it's Formula One. You just never know what's like. One yeah. week, one team's killing it, coming on pole. The next week is another team. So, I mean, Ferrari are looking good, and anyone that's beating Red Bull is fine by me. So, yeah, take that, Tandy. I'm just glad that all my ops had a terrible day. The other <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm just happy nobody had a good day. <laughs> Yeah. What? Uh, who are your ops then? Talk to me. Who are the ops? Okay, so let's round up the ops. Okay, round so, them up. Okay, so the entire Red Bull system. I'm glad you all had a terrible day. Oh, but you're skipping to the race. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Okay, I'm sorry. I, I thought but, we were still. Yeah, no, no. We're still two seconds. Okay. I'm trying to build. No, I'm trying to build up to it because yeah. if we if we start going in quickly. Mm. I feel like I don't know where it might descend once we start. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. I'm just going to, I'm trying to like lead up to it. But mm-hmm. I'll tell you who did have a very bad day at the office. Those McLaren guys. I, let, let me, I swear McLaren were good at like, uh, like they were getting but, good. Barcelona. When? Yeah. <laughs> Barcelona. Oh, okay. Okay. Barcelona. Yeah, like, but Barcelona and then it's just then the car sh- just. So they must shit. have been pushing the car in Barcelona, boy. They must have been just going for it. Because I, yeah. what I saw yesterday, but um, McLaren's the new Haas. Bro, like that. Oh, it's facts, though. It is facts, though. It's true, though, isn't it? Because, because people are forming Kevin Magnussen stan accounts. Yeah. And nobody gives about Lando Norris no more. Hey, these it's guys. Mad. These guys. You yeah. have to block out that swear word. At, uh, yeah. <laughs> no, the thing is, yeah, I was like, I'm going to block it out. And I need to get a pen and write it down. Because otherwise, I'm literally going to have to spend an hour tonight listening to the whole thing. Normally, well, I just scrub through it. talking and put it right, right, write it down. Hold on, I think it was, it was about 20 seconds ago. <laughs> just say 20, 20 minutes in. 20 minutes. say 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. Love it. Look, here's my, here's my little swear notepad. <laughs> we're we're going to auction this off in like 10 years. Like here is oh the Quinstop F1 swear pad oh with original swear pads <laughs> from, from, like, yeah, from the second season. Uh, <laughs> 21. Uh, I think that was like the first five minutes. There was a swear word every day. Yes. Um, so McLaren. So yeah, where did they qualify? Because I let me find out where they qualified. Uh, yeah, it was I just bad. didn't see them this weekend. You just didn't. You just they did not see McLaren. Active. Didn't Ricardo come last? He did, man. He did. I mean, uh, Ricardo, yeah. And do you know what? Do you know what? No, 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 no. Let's talk about <laughs> this because he's on drive to survive, acting like he's the guy. And Netflix are bigging him up like he's the guy. And mm. he just really hasn't been the guy for a couple of years now, you know? Mm. I, I mean, he, he, he hasn't been the guy for a couple of years. Mm. Um, uh, what is funny about Daniel Ricciardo is Daniel Ricciardo is quoted as saying um, that he doesn't really like understand engineering 
Um, that's how he, he said he doesn't understand world affairs. And world yeah, events. Remember that time? He, he doesn't understand anything. He's just vibes and fucking. <laughs> um, sorry, sorry. So to the listeners, I was just sticking my tongue out. Um, but he's so essentially what I'm trying to say is he went to Renault trying to be the big man, but you can't develop a car. So you can't do what Lewis Hamilton did and go to like a lesser team and develop the car oh. into world champions because mm-hmm. you, you're not staying at the circuit till late with the engineers going over everything day after day, night after night. You're not yeah. in the sim like that. Like, do you know what I mean? Last year, I remember he was saying, yeah, you know, this shit, like, yeah, I mean, I've started going in the sim and it's like, bro, you, someone like you, you should be in the sim early, bro. Carlos Sainz moved to Italy. He's like, they're saying he's at Maranello every day and that's why he was able to get in that car and just drive it. And it's like, and we're seeing on Drive to Survive as well. You would think that, oh, every driver would just spend all their time doing as much driving as possible. But we saw with Yuki and we saw, like, it's not, again, why, I don't want to bring anything back to Hamilton, but it's it's funny when people say, like, oh, Hamilton just gets in the fastest, fastest car and drives. But this guy is an engineer as well as a driver. Mm. And he's a, he's a key part of developing that car. So McLaren could be, fucked if all of these issues sorry McLaren could be like (laughs) (laughs) they could be like it could be because because he's he's, not doing his own work he's not yeah and you know we don't know how good Lando Norris is that is at at that side of things you know they've got really bad issues I was just looking at the qualifying now Ricardo you know obviously gotta give him some slack he did have COVID didn't do testing um so yeah he was 18th Lando Norris 13th um, but they where Damn, they finished man. where they finished in the race was I mean there was strategy Coaches. there as well but I mean they finished 14th and 15th the only two drivers behind them were Nicholas Latifi and the Williams who I will come back to and, <laughs> and Nico Hulkenberg so stepped in they man, that car that's is, really bad and you know from going from fighting for third fourth to where they are now and it doesn't look like a quick fix they and the thing is it's not just it's they've got brake issues they've got um like cooling issues they've got uh, obviously again i guess we can kind of talk about it one of the things that was noticed in qualifying was that the bottom six um the bottom six Oh, well, all Mercedes powertrains. All Mercedes. Oh, sorry, yeah. Bottom one. So Hulkenberg, Ricardo, Stroll, Latifi. So bottom four uh, were, um, yeah, Mercedes-powered cars. Um, so... Um, is that coincidence? So or is that something I hope deeper? it is. Well, I, I think it's a bit of both. I'm not going to lie. So I think... Yes, I, I think the Mercedes. I think there was Toto did. I think someone mentioned something about Toto saying that he, th- they are not running the engine on full beans because of reliability. And of course, we've mm. seen what can happen when your engine starts to conk out. Red Bull, please. So, like, um, so yeah, we've seen that. So I guess they're not running on full power. So there's that. But also, I think each each team can look at themselves and think, okay, look, we know McLaren have issues galore. Williams were never going to be a fast team. 
Aston Martin, I guess, you know, you look at that and like, but where were they last year and, you know, how, so I personally, I think there is an issue with the Mercedes engine and it's, I don't think it's turned up to a hundred and I don't think it's, I think maybe they are, Mercedes are naturally cautious with things like this. Um, Mm -hmm. But I guess, um, I guess the, the other teams do need to look in the mirror as well, but it's it's not a good sign, is it? Because then you've got Ferrari teams like Haas and Alfa Romeo. Fucking uh, Tandy, what? your stepson, your yeah. stepson, Valtteri Bottas. What about him? <laughs> what about him? He's he's done a madness. P6. What is it a madness though? You're using a bit few big words to be fair. Not <laughs> Wasn't that amazing? What? So what? Getting an Alfa Romeo to qualify at sixth isn't isn't good. You've yeah, but can you drive backwards in the race? There you go. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. <laughs> uh-huh. we'll get to that. Okay. Because I mean, there's a reason. That's, 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 that's typical Bottas right there. That's, that's typical Bottas nature. I'm it's surprised he didn't put it on pole and finish last. Yeah, yeah <laughs> Bottas. Sometimes he just he, he'll go in and he'll really be doing well, and then he just goes off with the fairies, don't he? Like he just goes off. Oh my god. He just, Heavy is the head that wears a crown, and that man cannot wear a crown. <laughs> I mean, yeah, look, I, I was trying to cue you up to give him some credit. We're mm. not going to do that. So okay. let's just get at him. Look, no, look, it was a, it was a great performance. The Alfa Romeo looks great. Um, obviously, Ferrari engines look good in that. He obviously, will, I guess, in the race, yeah, he did step back. And look, I think it was interesting to see... Um, there were people who were, I think let's have a conversation. I want to have a conversation. There were people, how much as Mercedes, people are interested in Mercedes success, I guess. Um, people were very quick to condemn George for his qualifying performance this weekend. I guess, you know, he qualified P9, you know, he got out qualified by Bottas. Um, there is a distinct lack of trust with George Russell. Really? Um, I think amongst the section of Mercedes fans. That's uh, really interesting. That's I'm, I, can't really tell, I can't tell if you're being sarcastic. I'm, no, no, no. So I, I'm being... There was discourse in no, I'm spaces. Talking about, I'm talking about Tandy. Oh, right. I'm being 100% sarcastic because I've been talking oh, about how we don't trust mean. that. I don't trust him. I mean... Right now. What? Okay, Tommy, I'll come to you. Yeah. I'll come to you. Mm-hmm. Tandy, because no, you know what? Yeah, I, I think this is an interesting conversation to have because mm-hmm. I, I've obviously, outwardly, people would think, oh, quick, something fun. They love George. Because well, I I am very public in the fact that I, I want him to, you know, I think he's great. I think he's going to succeed to support him. But what is it that you, and I think a lot of other people will listen to this and resonate, mm-hmm. don't trust about George what is it that I think is, they're uh, really just big boots to fill so we talk a lot about how the Red Bull seat was always big boots to fill but nobody really had a chance to talk about the Mercedes seat as a second driver you are literally driving after Lewis Hamilton and so you have to be this very special person because Lewis brings so much to Mercedes so I saw a lot of commentary online um about people like oh George has got a nice he's got a clothing deal now I love that for him oh he stopped wearing the slacks I love that for him but you know what like it's a bit like a stepdad that just comes into the family he's making breakfast he's he's dressing different he wants to listen to the same music as you guys but 
we're still skeptical about you, bruv. We don't know who you are. So maybe we might give you a chance. But you know, like this are these are big boots to fill. So you got so you're so the jury's out basically. The, the, you're, it's not full adulation and support until you, you've seen results. Yeah, because his glory was not something that was like continuous. People just liked him because of that one event. Well, there's that. There's the Mr. Saturday thing, which I definitely want to <clears throat> interrogate because there's someone I want. Oh, let me tell you now. We didn't pepper him after Abu Dhabi, but Nicholas Latif, I am, I am going to circle the blog for you because I, I, <laughs> like, I don't, I don't know we had a doing. conversation with Paris and Paris was like, don't even try it. Shout out I, Paris. I, Paris I, was like, I, don't you touch Latifi. Really? Don't you touch Latifi. Why? I mean, I'm not ass. Go for it. She's what? She's protecting him? Yeah, I think she was. Why? She was like, don't touch him. I remember we were watching the race and I think she was like, oh, yeah. leave him alone. I love you, Paris. But, uh, <laughs> I think I was too busy crying like, to, to listen to that. Um, uh, Tommy, what are your thoughts on George Russell? Uh, look, he, uh, do you trust him, Tommy? Do you yeah, trust, I trust him? George Russell? I think. Yeah. I think when I see him, you, you can tell he's coins in him. I would. I think he's a natural born team leader. I think he would will you put do your house on him. I won't put my house on anyone. <laughs> just like, you putting your coins on him, like are you invest in Yeah, definitely, definitely, yeah, definitely. I think George Russell will be, I think when the time comes for Lewis to retire, George mm. Russell is going to be uh, an enormous figure for that team. And I think he's proven himself in the junior formulas. He's proven himself in Formula One in a Williams. For me, mm. he's done way more than enough. And I think one thing he shows that I really appreciate is um, consistency and maturity. When you listen to him talk after the races, when he's being interviewed, you can tell that he has a very good understanding of how the team works, how the car works, and how Formula One works, first of all, most of all. And I think he he gets a lot of flack because I think, I'd like as a Lewis fan myself, I think a lot of Lewis fans, fans were threatened with the comparisons that a lot of pundits were making about George Russell taking over Lewis Hamilton, being the yeah. new Mercedes guy. Yeah. And that, that really threatened and intimidated a lot of Lewis fans point. to be like, oh no, we're worried, we're worried. But I was never worried because I knew Lewis is the guy. But yeah. I think George Russell has, George Russell as well, I think has a lot of talent. But at the same time, he has enough respect for Lewis to come into that team and know where he stands. Yeah. And I think I was watching something where it was like, they were talking about this year and they don't think George Russell is going to try and upset the balance because everyone has a thorough understanding of what happened to Lewis last year and what Lewis mm-hmm. deserves. Mm-hmm. So I think the team is fully behind, you know, making sure that Lewis gets that eighth world title. And then from there, I think you're going to see George Russell like kind of blooming and be more willing to, to, you know, like challenge Lewis. But I think for now he's got, he's got just being respectful. And I think he's being a very good driver. And honestly, I would put money on George Russell and I would say that I'm a George Russell fan. Like I genuinely am. And I think he's a, just a nice person. I don't think he's a bad person. No, I don't think I don't think he's a bad person at all. However, just being a skeptic, I am. <laughs> oh, look, I I I I I understand that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I understand no, Tandy. I I I uh, I get it. I get it. You know, and and this is not to. Also, 
we can't. Like, I can't sit here and say people shouldn't slander Russell mm. when I spent a whole year slandering Bottas, right? I, like it would yeah. be really hypocritical of me to to try and police people saying like slandering him for getting P nine in a Mercedes because if if yeah. Bottas has got P nine in a Mercedes last year. I would have done a fucking bank ham on it. Yeah. I would have, I would have, I would have gone in. This whole podcast would have been dedicated. Like yeah. first half an hour, would have like gone in. So bless his soul. <clears throat> so, so we can't say anything. What I would say is, Tom, I think you made a really good point. It's not, it's not from inside Mercedes where turmoil talk of turmoil and upsetting Lewis is coming from. It's all outside of Mercedes. Exactly. Um, and I, I do think that as fans, I think we notice that, you know, I think even that big up Naomi Schiff, great presenter, the most beautiful girl on TV right now. But she was really pushing this narrative of George challenging Lewis you know you know when someone's drunk the Kool-Aid and it's like why are you on Sky you're on Sky now and you're talking about this but I don't want to get her name because it's really cool that she's on TV and she's doing a good job and she is we're not going to go there but so <laughs> like, it's like I just want it's like um, it's not about I don't think I think when I look at George himself I don't I don't see any issues but also What's one of his nicknames? Like, oh, PR63 yeah. <laughs> instead of like GR63. And like, he is very media trained. He does say the right things. Yeah. But sometimes snakes do say the right things and do act in the right way. So I get, I do get I don't think he's a snake. I don't think he'd ever say I think he definitely showed his loyalty as being one of the first drivers yeah. who spoke out when the whole thing happened. He was literally tweeting within seconds. Yeah. This is unacceptable. Yeah, like he wasn't yeah. having it. So I don't and think also, he's a snake. Yeah. Mm, and so also this weekend, he wasn't trying to fight Lewis this weekend. It was so obvious. Mm. If that was Bottas, Bottas would have been like, yeah, I'm going to take this yeah. guy out. Yeah. And we talk about George Russell qualifying P9. <laughs> he, 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 he set his time before uh, yeah. Lewis set his time. And also, he's in a new environment and it's a new genre, um, type of cars. I know it's the same for everyone. Yeah. I think to be P9 and finish P4... You oh, can't yeah. cuss him. Because if that was Bottas, he would have finished P16. And well, that's I, facts. I think we saw, didn't we? Like, you know, I think there's a comparison where after lap, like obviously on lap one or like at the start of the race, George was ninth, Bottas was sixth. And then at the end of lap two, George was sixth, Bottas was like 11th or something like he, I, yeah. there was a point where, where, I can't believe we're still talking about Bottas, but there was a point where you know when you're watching the Grand Prix and the start's kind of done and then you like start looking at your phone and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then it looks up and looks at the place and like, it's Bottas in 13th, bro. I was, like, <laughs> I was like, what the what the hell is this guy on? Like, how it's is traditions, he, man. How it's traditions. Like, I can't believe it. So look, anyway, and also to, for George, there was an, an issue. They changed his warm-up routine um for they said do a different warm-up routine for your tires and it didn't go well and that's yeah. why he locked into uh turn one and obviously because they'd already set uh an awful time on those old tires um that's why he basically you know his time was his time but anyway let's get into the race um <laughs> there, there is there is 
there is someone else I want to mention, but I, I, I'll save it for like start of the days and that. Um, let's get into the race. So let's start with obviously get off the line well, this and the other. Charles Leclerc, Charles Leclerc versus Max Verstappen. We were looking forward to it. Ten years in the making. There's been there's been incidents before between them. At Austria 2019. Uh, we've got Silverstone of the same year when they've gone toe to toe, which was uh, some of the best. If you've never seen it, go and look up Charles Leclerc versus Max Verstappen, Silverstone 2019. Some of the best wheel to wheel racing I think you'll ever see in a, in F1 cars. They were they were going at it for for a long time, and Charles handed <laughs> put Max in his place that day, and. It would seem as if he did the same yesterday. Um, what are your guys' thoughts on what we saw? So, you know, the, a battle at the front. Red Bull clearly didn't have the pace, I think, to to kind of match Ferrari. No. But, um, through undercuts, they were... And the undercut was really powerful. Obviously, we looked at, saw how warming up tyres were a bit of an issue. Uh Charles versus Max, three laps in a row. Max overtakes into turn one. Uh, first two laps, he then gets overtaken back into turn four. I think on the third try, he locks up and he doesn't make the corner. Yeah. Um, so, can hold that. <laughs> 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 um, so I love yeah. how like Charles is like slowly moving in. We're the neighbors right now. We're in the house and we're looking over the road. And you know that video? What's that P Diddy video? He ain't. Yeah, bad boys for life. <laughs> bad boys for life. Bad boys yeah. for life. We're seeing this guy. He's moved in. He's playing freaking golf. Playing on golf. The roof. P. Was he's it like Puff Daddy? P. Diddy. Whatever it is. Whatever they call you nowadays. Golf balls. Um, not gonna fly. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean, like that story of the woman who went on holiday and a cockroach like slid into a river and made eggs. That's Charles. Pardon. No, explain that. What? What do you mean? You guys never heard that before. You never heard that because the cockroach that went into the woman's ear and it laid eggs in her ears. All she said was scratching for for like weeks, just scratching in her ears. Just scratching. That's all Max is going to be hearing. You're scratching. I laugh was evil. That's the most evil I've ever heard. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That is wow. wow. Yeah. That's crazy. Um, he's moving in. He's got the paddling pool. He's got the trampoline in the back. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's a Chris Taku uh, stand up gig where. Um, uh, he yeah, he talks about being so broke that the roaches have moved in and he like can't get them to leave. I think I've seen that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, look, Max Verstappen is so broke that the Ferraris have moved in on his world title. Yeah, trust um, me, that's quite on white crime. That's got nothing to do with me, child. <laughs> you know what I mean, that's got nothing to do with me. Yeah, you guys, your in it, like cool. I think it's 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 early, but. I don't know, man. Ferrari, I don't know what kind of Jesus juice they've been sipping on because they are <laughs> gone. Like they Straight are from the Vulcan. gone. Like Bro. that engine has a lot more horsepower than the other engines because the way it was pulling from people, I was like, the, I saw the DRS open and it, nothing yeah. was happening. The cars just weren't catching yeah. it. Uh, Lewis said that when he was trying to catch Carlos, when he had DRS, 
they were basically doing the same speed. Bro, that's what I noticed that. And then it made me think that yeah. it made me think that the DRS is either really weak on the Mercedes or that engine is on some next level. So there's a couple of things. And uh, I learned some things the other day. I had a chat with Bryson um, for our pre-shows. And you can check that out on YouTube. I might put the whole conversation as a podcast after next week. And also, whilst you're here, subscribe, like, to like um, all of them things there. Um, so we're talking about the new cars. Um, because of basically, so before the air would kind of go over the car, right? Mm-hmm. And the, of course, the air was going over the car. A bigger, um, a bigger hole in the air would be made, so slipstream was more effective. Yeah. Um, whereas these cars are built to be able to follow through corners better and ground effects. A lot of the stuff goes underneath the car, and dirty air is is not as much of an issue. So you can follow yeah. in corners, but in straights, there's not as big a hole in the air. So the slipstream effect is So the slipstream effect is minimalized, not minimalized, but it's a lot less than mm-hmm. or is less than last year and, and previous observations. So there's that. But you're right. If your engine is not as good, DRS is not going to bail you out, basically. Last year, your your engine could be bad. But if you had DRS, you are going to overtake. This year, it would seem as if even with DRS, it's not guaranteed that you're going to be able to overtake that car. So having... um, Straight line speed is going to be really important this year because yeah. if you've got straight line speed and those Ferraris look very quick. Um, I did I, you, I did hear, hear that the Mercedes were running a lot more downforce though. They said they hmm. ran too much downforce this weekend. Yeah, and I think, that, and that's, there's a variety. And also, man, I'm telling you now, yeah, half an hour of Bryson, I feel like a mother sensor. <laughs> Like, I, 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 I learned so much um so actually an issue with mercedes the porpoising they're creating too much downforce like mm-hmm. and and so when they're going down the straight because of the ground effect and the air going underneath their car it, it's because the car is sucking too low to the ground the faster yeah. it goes that's why it's hitting the ground and bouncing up here and bouncing up so um yeah they've got too much and and drag and i think an issue with the drag is that um because of the skinny side pods they've still not figured out how to deflect the air away for their rear tires and that's mm-hmm. why they're having um tire degradation issues as well so it looks like there's a lot of things in mercedes where they need to figure it out they need to figure it out quick us I know mate, Mercedes fans are not happy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> people yeah. online are people like we sacrificed last year for this. Mm. Um, I hear it, but I think I, I but I do think Ferrari look great, Red Bull look great. I just want to touch on this battle at the front. How do I put this in a way that's not do we think that Max Verstappen lacks racing IQ? Yes. Yes. He, but that's been apparent yeah. since his first came to that F1. That is always, and that's why he cries because he doesn't know how to deal with the actual ongoing situation. He doesn't know yeah. how to think and think. Right, I've got to make a quick strategy. 
Mm-hmm. That's yeah. why he cries because everything that's ever come and like any bad situations either been rigged for him or mm. the race has been altered for him. Mm. And so that's why he cries because he's got no race Nike. Yeah, I I, I found him doing the same thing to Charles three times or Charles doing the same thing to him three times. Unbelievable is the, the term. Unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Tommy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like, e- even me, who's not a professional racer, I would not do that. Like, it's just yeah. so apparent. Like, when I go karting, you fall for a move once. You don't fall for it three yeah. times. Yeah, yeah. Three times. Three, and, and this is the thing about my guy, yeah? Shout out Max Verstappen, yeah? Shout out Verstappen fans. Especially the ones that listen to this podcast, yeah, like how you do it, I don't know, because I, I couldn't, but obviously we, we, we must be very lit. And I love that for you. But your guy is talented, yeah? No doubt. I'm not going to fall into this trap of saying Verstappen's a pay driver, whatever. Like, mm. Verstappen is a very good Formula One driver. Yeah. He will go down as at least top 20, maybe top 10. He's got enough time to go down as top 10. Okay, I'm, I'm not gonna. Do you mean if Red Bull give him a car that he's, he's 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 won twenty races at the age of twenty four? Like that's not a mm, joke. Like that's he started racing at sixteen. Top so can we just, he did. Uh... Okay, okay. <laughs> Look, twenty four. He's been racing for a long time in F one. You know, <laughs> like we can't, we can't, we can't. Every, no, no, no. I need to address this because people say Max Max Verstappen at twenty four has more than this person and this person F one. This guy was in an F one car at what was it sixteen? Right. He was in the F1 car at 16 or 17. 17. He's been yeah. racing for near enough a decade. He better have some f***ing wins. You have to block that one out, bro. But he better have some wins because... because I don't know. I'm, I know certain drivers came in in their first season and got wins. Even Charles in his first season in the Ferrari, in the first season of a decent car, he got a win. Um, Lewis, first season, got a win. Lewis, first season was fighting for the championship until the last race. Max Verstappen was crashing into people. I don't know. I don't know. They Max Verstappen and me. I'm tired of those people in my Max, Max Verstappen at me, to me, yeah, like he's a he's a good driver, but I think people have put him on this weird pedestal because he's young. But he came in extra early, like. I, Devil's so I, advocate. I don't know. Devil's advocate. Okay, let's have this conversation. So, no, he's mid. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, so, like. Um, yeah, he, he messed up. He, you know, I think falling for the same move three times. It reminded me of Lewis dumbing him in Bahrain twice. Oh my goodness. Um, yes. And, and the fact that he fell for the dummy twice in a row. Um, his temperament, and this is, and I guess to add on to your point, right? Max's temperament. He, he he's been in the sport long enough now that his temperament inside the car needs to be better. Now, mm-hmm. I, I don't doubt outside of the car, you know, he's not saying that he wants to headbutt journalists now and he's not um, pushing drivers like he was with Ocon. I guess we've, we've passed that stage. Bar is in hell, but he's, he, has, <laughs> he, he, has, he has moved on from that. But inside the car, someone's battery is. I don't know if, if you got has someone got air, AirPods. No. I thought that was somebody's stomach. I'm not gonna. Is that someone's stomach? Oh, okay. Oh no, that's my microphone. Oh, okay, cool. Oh, I was, oh okay. Uh, I thought it was like. Yeah, I was like, yeah, my bad. You know I adjusted air- it. 
know when your airpods are on like five percent and you're like oh. i was like oh someone's airpods um so uh, oh yeah his 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 temperament outside of the car inside the car needs to change i think we've we've seen it so many times him just getting heated in the car. Lewis isn't allowed to just say my tires are gone before we've got think pieces about Lewis Hammond, cry baby. Lewis Hammond whining. Jeremy Clarkson, bro, where are you? Where are you, bro? Because you're you're quick to get on Twitter with the Twitter fingers. Ah, I like Hammond, but I wish you were just whineless, speaking for every middle-aged white guy in the world. But you, now... They all don't... Not all of them think like Jeremy because they all actually think he's a prick. That's true. 50 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, like, and obviously not all middle age, I'm sure there's some that listen to this, but I'm, I'm sure you're lovely, lovely, sir. You're lovely. You're lovely, sir. But some of your age mates are not from personal experience. So, I'm just saying that, as an example, him, papers, journalists, Twitter people, Crymalton, Crybaby, you're photoshopping pictures of babies into Mercedes suits. You like racist stuff occurs if Hamilton speaks on the radio. We had a full blown meltdown by this guy. And it wasn't just the engine failures, by the way, which I cannot wait to get to. But <laughs> we're already in that part of the pod now. I can feel it. So, like, strategy. He was crying to the team about strategy because he wanted to, as usual, come out the pits, blitz his tyres, trying to catch the clear. And the team were like, he did it the first time. And they <laughs> were like, yo, bro, you went fast <laughs> enough. <laughs> like, but bro, you have to chill because these tyres now only lasted like 14 laps. We need to bring you in again. Don't do that again. And he's like, oh, I could have gone faster. I would have beat him. <sighs> I hate that Max Verstappen won a title because it validates how he is. Because I don't think he has the mentality of a Formula One champion. And it was evident last season in in Saudi, in Brazil, in in so many instances. And I think it showed itself again yesterday. What do you guys think? Yeah, you can tell he hasn't got... um, I don't know, he hasn't got that mentality of like... A team leader. He hasn't got the mentality of a mature driver. I mean, there's drivers on on the uh, on the track that are younger than him that are more mature, like George Russell. Um, and I think with the opportunity he's been given, he has been able to take everything for granted and take for granted not only um, his position uh, and the opportunity he's been given, but take for granted the respect that he needs to show other people. Uh, yeah. I, he, he, it seems he has this comp like um, uh, a world revolves around me complex and it's pretty mm, sad. Yeah. 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 I, I mm. kind of can't agree Superiority more. Superiority complex. Yeah. Like the only thing that matters in his world is him. And that's it. Yeah. Like nothing else matters. And no one else matters. The team doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, the Formula One doesn't matter. The other drivers don't matter. It's all about him. I need this. I need that. And if it's not going my way, I'm going to say it was this person's fault or that person's fault. I've never heard him take responsibility for anything. Even when you put it in the yeah. wall in, in, um, in uh, Saudi Arabia, he didn't take responsibility. He just didn't comment on it. He's like, he just does not 
like I don't know, he doesn't acknowledge his own issues, and I think Mate, that he is must the... be a nightmare to play board games with. Oh my! Can oh you my imagine? Gosh. Can you imagine? Oh my gosh! Can you imagine? What do you think? Max Verstappen, when he plays Monopoly, is definitely stealing money from the bank. He's definitely 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. Ma- or wondering why he wasn't given more money. Yeah, yeah exactly. Why have we, we only been given... Max, uh, you, moved, you moved your dog. I didn't move it. I didn't move it. <laughs> Max, why have you moved your dice uh, <laughs> ten, 10 places? Is it, the dice is nine. What's wrong with you? Unbelievable. No, but that's not how I play it. Yeah. You know what? When you try and play cards, Max is the one who's the one who's bringing in next rules. Yeah. yeah. Like, Uno. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, Max, Max would be like, oh... Three means pick up three. Huh? Where? Yeah. That's Where? how we normally play it. That's how we normally play it. That's how we play it in my rules. house. Trust me. Yeah, Trust me. But, you know, double uh, DNF, talk to me dirty. Yeah. I love that, man. Mm. I love that. Mm. Mm. So, so, Red Bull. How about those Red Bulls, eh? Hey. Uh, I, hey, hey, I bet Honda's happy their logo isn't on the car now. <laughs> I'm bottom. Oh my god, Honda, Honda were like, oh yeah, they're, they're, they're like, they're like, are these engines okay? They're right. They're like, um, yeah, 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 man, you're good, G, you're good. Turn yeah. that all the way up. Turn that up. <laughs> Put that shit on eleven, bro. No, you're good, man. What? Oh my god. Oh god, I love it. Look, you know, a round of applause for. Oracle Red Bull Racing. God bless you, man. Oh, oh. I <laughs> a little certain je ne sais quoi. Do you mean? Yeah, there's little... something about it, man. So, there's just something about, about it. Something about seeing that happen. It just felt mm. like like the balance of the universe was being restored. I don't yeah. know how to describe it. Like I saw it and it was just like everything was just as it should be. Yeah. Like, perfectly balanced. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what, yeah? Oh, there's that LeBron uh, meme where he's talking about he's like he invented deluxe albums where he's like, uh, you should like you should release an album and then like two weeks later be like, you know what, here's two more for y'all, and that's what yeah. God did. He was yeah. like, you know what, I'm gonna give you one retirement. I was like, wow, Max is God. This is incredible. Bro, I was like, wow, that's this is mind blowing. <laughs> that's good. You know mm-hmm. what? I'll take that. I'll take that. <laughs> and then you just see Sergio Perez spinning up. <laughs> you know, so also, his was embarrassing because he got to see everyone that was about to pass him. He yeah. Just, yeah. <laughs> and then everyone just going past yeah, like watching. Bruh. But that's exactly what it is, yeah. isn't it? It's heavy is the head that wears a crown. And I think people thought the crown was very easy, but people don't realise there's literally people with knives and fire Trust sticks me. just underneath you. Yeah. yeah. And Trust, Max yeah. can't take that. Yeah, everyone's got like a tiger that. on their back. Mm-hmm. But look, everyone, Toto said it, and I didn't know he was banging Judge. I didn't know yeah. Toto was there, was there in his black. Over Christmas, went to visit Baba Tunde, and they did their <laughs> thing, innit? it? And I'm here for it. Hundred percent. Toto that money ritual. Of, I'm telling you now, this guy. That's why he was in the black suit and the black turtleneck. He done me. it. He did when he ritual. had that little twinkle when he came out of court and he said, it's going to be all right. Yeah, go in. Bro, I ain't never seen someone work, walk with more smugness in my life. <laughs> <laughs> this guy knew. This guy going, I got your op fired. Now I'm coming for you, bro. <laughs> Dusty engines. Oh, oh my God. That's Guys, funny. 
I cannot. And the thing is, yeah, it could not have happened to a better team. Like, I, you know what, last week, you know when last week I said I was playing on their downfall, yeah? And it sounded like a bit mean. And it sounded like a bit harsh. And it was a bit mad to say it. But I'm so happy that I said it because I meant it. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I really want them to like, and I think this is the thing with F1, yeah? F1, we've talked about it. You fans are too emotional, bruv. You're too emotional. I don't like your team. I think you're um, almost as emotional as Chelsea fans. They're very emotional. They're very, well, look, <laughs> I think that's a whole conversation. <laughs> like, <laughs> maybe we're not equipped to handle that. Right but, <laughs> um, but back to the Verstappen fans, who I hate just as much as Chelsea fans. Um, you guys need to realise, yeah, you spent all the last season having your moment in the sun okay mm-hmm. you are trolling social media you're running up and down under hamilton fans posts saying stuff you racially abused our driver you were just doing an you were like absolutely horrible to co in like coexist with last year okay mm-hmm. You I team want, out, like, team LH. You team LH. You. I love Lewis fans. I hate team LH. Do you know how they say it, bro? But yeah, the thing me. is, some of the some of the white team LH people, white Hamilton fans, they'll be, you know, guys. I'm not. I'm not a team LH. Oh, I know. I know. You know, we see. We, we see you. We see you. We know what you're saying. Anyway. No. For Stappen fans, Red Bull fans. Personally, I hope I wish you all the greatest success in your life. Wish you happiness. Wish you love. Wish you like. I just hope you're healthy and all of them things. There. I hope your team's in the mud this season, bro. Yeah, no. I, like uh, I want. Oh, yeah. I want you not to have reliability issues every race. I want you. Uh, no, do you know what I want you to feel? Yeah, twenty twelve Hamilton McLaren season. I want your car to be fast but so unreliable that you're never going to win the title. That's what I want for you. And I hope that it's horrible. I hope you tune in with a little bit of hope in your heart that it might be different and the car lets you down each and every week. Because if what happened yesterday is anything to go by, it is going to be absolutely hilarious watching your team suffer. God bless. God bless you all. Imagine if this whole season is just them or like the Mercedes, the the Ferrari and the Red Bulls just fighting and then like, you know, the little Haas just comes in and sweeps everything. Imagine. Imagine. <laughs> God forbid. What I've really like, I've really know, but you know what? I've really seen this week a lot of Magnuson fans. I didn't even realize he would have. Because no, 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 no. You ha- no. He hasn't got that many fans. People just Bro, like. I'm getting DMs people just, from people just like, like Nasha, make the Magnuson fan cam. I'm thinking the who, the whomst. So you, mu- you must be new around here, bro. I love I love the fans, I love you guys, but um Are you new here? Uh, uh, you knew, uh, yeah, Are you new here? I, I love it. I will say I will say this as well. Guys, when you say like, oh you should do this fan cam, you should do you have to realise, yeah, I'm not gonna do it. 
like, there are some, there's like an idea Trayvon gave me that I started doing and then I had to shelve it because something else happened and I made a fan come about that. But you have to realize I take hours doing these things, yeah, and I have to want to do it. <laughs> like, like, yeah, no I one's, can't no one's trying to look through notes. No one's Mag Googling clips of Kevin Magnuson looking sexy. Clips of Kevin Magnuson adjusting his crutch. Right. He's doing that. Right. No, I feel bad enough doing that for Howard. Let alone, like, mm. do you know what I mean? Um, I so guys, but thank you for the support on the fan camps. That was uh, it's really cool to see them share and get shared far and wide. Uh, I I did think, I did think a part of me when I posted the fan cam of the last episode, I did think that we were going to get cancelled. Do you know what I did? I, like, I posted it and then I deliberately I didn't was look like, at it. And I, was I was in bed like, <laughs> like and then I was like. <laughs> This is okay. uh, this is risky. It was risky. Look, it. look, big risk and reward, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I risked it, and it, it went. Everyone liked it, yeah. so it was like it was good. But it was a risky one. I'm not gonna. It was very <laughs> risky, wasn't it? It was a risky yeah. one. But, but also, we were but that's chatting. what makes us different from everybody else. Because do you know what? Everyone else is just going, "Yes, Masty." Um, yeah, man. Yes, sir. <laughs> no, sir. Yeah, yeah. Everyone, everyone, everyone is like. I, the one thing I like about this podcast, mm. you know, but I like about your your outlet and your channel is that you um just keep it one hundred. You're not mm. afraid to say what how you feel it is. Do you know what I'm saying? You're not afraid to mm. have an opinion. You're not yeah. afraid to speak out against the majority. And like I said last time I was on, one thing I don't get is these YouTubers with this platform where they can say whatever they want and they're choosing to just regurgitate what's being said on Sky, yeah. what's being said on BBC, just what's yeah. being said in in Formula One in general. And I think that's really. It's really sad that people think they need to do that in order to succeed in the world. Uh, but but it's because of look. I saw what did I say? I saw Tomo the other day. He did his predictions, right? And look, Tomo's Tomo. He's massive, and you know he's a, he's a lovely person. I, I I do out of everyone, I actually do genuinely think that he is. I would say like ninety percent. What's the what's the word? Not biased, like uh, um, impartial, right? I don't think he actually like he has an album prop, and I do think he probably did want Max to win the title a little <laughs> bit because I think everyone wanted someone else other than Hamilton to win the title. But I don't think it was like an aggressive one. But anyway, mm-hmm. he did some predictions the other day, and he put Seb Vettel and Aston Martin down in like seventeenth or something. Sounds about right to me. And Seb fans were just like all on him. Like, oh, what are you? You're sorry about Seb. You're like, this guy. Look at this guy. And like, really, like, getting at him. And it's just like, oh, because he did a video, like, oh, Aston Martin could be good in like five years. And they're like, oh, you're using Seb for views. But when it comes to predictions, and it's like, look, yeah. And I said this on Twitter today content creators are not here. You know what it's like, yeah? You know what it's like, yeah? F on Twitter are like, people who go to nightclubs and expect DJs to just play, to play their music, the stuff that they have on their playlist. Yeah. And it's like, you just want, you just want to go out and hear the songs that you like yeah. because you like them and you think it's good, but you're not allowing yourself to be curated by anyone else. You're not allowing anyone else to have different tastes, different opinions. Mm-hmm. If you don't like that, don't engage in it. Yeah. Right? And that's why. And for us, it's, it's like, like requesting Talib Kweli in the middle of a DJ EZ set. It's just not going to happen. <laughs> okay? Yeah. 
It's, it's not. It's not. It's not happening. No, it's not happening. And so, I guess, we've gone on for the tangent a bit, but I just wanted to say, like, this section might annoy people and, you know, whatever, but this is our platform and we get to say this stuff <laughs> because, because we oh, want to. We yeah. own this and, like, we're going to say what we want. So, if you don't like that it... that note, subscribe to our Patreon. I'm joking. Subscribe to that. <laughs> okay. We're back. Uh, what <laughs> we... Oh, sure, I had to fight. Yeah, I was saying, yeah, I think he did the best. I said the Mercedes did really well, but they didn't. I don't think they had really had a fight on their hands. Um, yeah. But they did. The Mercedes did as good as they would have done. Um, but I think Charles, he, there were moments where it could have gone really bad for him and he uh, did really well. Very, very true. Uh, I'm going to give, st- yeah, I think, I think Lewis did obviously great and um, uh, he had to be in that position to get the podium. Uh, mm-hmm. the Mercedes were just kind of throwing stuff at the wall and seeing if it would stick with strategy, but I guess, you know, they had to, they had to gamble and we'll see, but uh, yeah. the pit stops weren't great. So I do, they do need to fix that. Um, I'm going to give it to Kevin Magnuson. I am not going to make a fan <laughs> Magnuson. Um, I'm going to be very honest. I never understood the hype with Kevin Magnuson. I think yeah, K Mag, K Mag. This is his third comeback. Um, I didn't think he was that great next to Grosjean. Oh, I mean, I think he was better than Grosjean, but I don't think the bar is that high. Mm. Um, obviously kind of struggled at McLaren but I think that was more down to the car than anything Um, but for you to come back um, on such short notice with uh, a year out of the sport a couple days of testing and then to stick that car um, in uh, I think it was seventh and then and then to finish their uh, finishing fifth um obviously with the retirements i think that's just great um yeah came back with a vengeance really yeah really done well i think that's really cool um it's really lovely i've seen like him with his daughter there and mm. yeah, it's really, it like a good comeback story and you know what is it's nice to see his comeback story and i just want to you know what? i thought i i used to talk hear about people talking about it and i just never really got it but that really needs to be applauded. And, you know, sometimes there are gaps in your knowledge and maybe there was a K-Mag hole in my knowledge and I'm happy to admit that. And I think that yeah. he he done really well. So um, big up to Kevin Magnuson. Donkeys of the day. <laughs> <laughs> I think you should call it bulls of the day because, you know, <laughs> Boy, I just give it to the whole Red Bull team right there, boy. Oh, really? Ooh. Fair. <laughs> Fair. Hold that. Hold it all. Um, but do you know what? Like, I gave it to the Bulls, but at least we actually saw the Bulls. Did we see any of McLaren the whole race, guys? Did we I see mean, any of them, man? I mean, at least they finished. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> what would you rather have? I that. <laughs> Uh, Imagine turning up to a race to yeah, have in the last five laps. Yes. Do you guys think the race would have been any different if Vettel didn't have coronavirus? 
need to talk bro, about something different. Okay. He's lucky he's got coronavirus, bro. What do you... No, 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 respectfully, no, respectfully, no. No, no, respectfully. Like, I mean... He's like, like coronavirus is so 2021. <laughs> Sorry. I mean? Look, as someone who has still got it, mm. I think, riddled with it. Mm. Um, <clears throat> I uh. I, yeah, I know, right? I wouldn't wish it on anyone. I wouldn't wish on anyone, and I hope he's okay. Um, what would I say about him? All I'm saying is that he's been spared getting into a car that is obviously awful and performing awfully this weekend. And uh, uh, we don't actually know if the car's awful. That's what I mean. That's why I asked, didn't it? We don't know. A certain somebody one seat and someone else that hasn't driven in Formula One for a while in the other seat. I even, but didn't, mm. didn't Hulkenberg, he finished Hulkenberg outperformed Stroll in qualifying. Yeah, yeah. yeah but Stroll's and embarrassing the, and we've been knowing Stroll's embarrassing. That makes you think, that makes you think, how bad is the Aston Martin then? Because if a man can come and beat you by significant, well, how many, what was the difference in places between Stroll uh, and Hulkenberg? Two places and the difference, oh my God, we're talking about two and a half tenths here. I that mean, is ridiculous. And Hulkenberg hasn't raced full time no. since 2020, I think it was. Is it 2020? Two and a half tenths. It's kind that of ridiculous. That is that ridiculous. Is ridiculous. Um, Which leads I... me to our next question. Do we need the guy on the grid? No. Lance? <clears throat> no. Uh, Vettel. Oh, so is this what we're doing now? <laughs> well, I mean, I'll, I'll do it. I'll do it, but... I'll jump if you jump. Let's not jump because he's got uh, COVID. Okay. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. Let's, let's not kick yeah. him out when he's done. COVID awareness um, and them things. But there is a conversation to be had about Seb, I think. But let, 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 let's let him drive a car first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's see. There is a conversation to be had about Nicholas Latifi. I'll tell you that right now. There has always been. No, because you know what? We weren't allowed to say bad stuff after Abu Dhabi because they were like, oh, I got some death threats. I, I didn't send death threats. I don't think anyone sent death threats. Everyone just calls you shit. But, like, all I'm saying is, like, uh, like you can't, you can't. He's a drip, though, isn't he? He's so bad. He's so bad. Like, uh, look, uh, I know there's people who are from, like, Williams and, like, listen to my Williams fans who listen. And, like, I, you know what, yeah? Hand on my heart. Didn't think Alex Albon would perform as well as he did. He is good. Got the I most think, out of that car. Nicholas Latifi. This, this just oh, makes man. you understand that the argument of pay oh, drivers man. is just insane. Teams taking pay drivers is not helping them. Because imagine, imagine if K-Mag wasn't K-Mag this weekend. Mm. And it was a certain yeah, yeah, person from yeah, a country we yeah, shall not speak yeah, of yeah. in that car. Do you think they would have finished in that position? Hell no. People would still be like, oh, Hass is still in the mud. Hass is still in the mud. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hass isn't in the mud. So... Yeah. I'm feeling like if you get rid of uh, another paid driver and you actually put someone that can drive, where would the Williams be? Yeah, I mean, look, Alex Albon qualified 14th, I think finished. I mean, look, I think that Williams, unfortunately, doesn't look like it's made that much of a step forward. But I think in Albon, you've got someone like like, uh, George who will get the most out of it, basically. Mm. 
and I think that's all we can hope for. The album finished thirteenth, you know, ahead of the ahead of the McLarens on pace. Whew, gosh, that is mad. That is crap. I mean, Mc, I don't know. I don't know. McLaren have a lot of issues, like in general, and I think this has really made their whole thing a lot worse. I, I, oh man, that that is bad. Um, so look, I think my my donkey is yeah. Obviously, other than Red Bull, my donkey is Nicholas Latifi. Mm. Uh, I just honestly, no, I hear it. Qualifying last, right, is bad when your teammate made it into Q3 again. Yeah. Like, so you've got a new teammate who's now sticking it on you even more than he was, like, than the person last season was. And uh, in the race, you finish. Uh, two seconds in front of Nico Hulkenberg. Like, uh, what are you doing here? Like, what what are we doing here? What are you doing here? I just can't, I just can't fathom it. So, I'm going to say that that person uh, is going to be my uh, donkey of the day. Um, just want to shout out Yuki going from 16th to 8th. Yeah. Really tremendous. Or Gasly, oh. his car set on fire. That was a bit shit on him. Yeah, that's a bit, that's a bit bad. Oh, again, Red, Red Bull engines. Mm. Red, Red Bull powertrains. Red, Red Bull powertrains. Power, Red Bull yeah. powertrains. Falling based off the Milton tracks. Milton Keynes. Yeah. Allegedly. <laughs> yeah, allegedly. Definitely not based in Japan. going to Milton Keynes. Right. Bruv. How did the how did the new guy Zou is it Zou? Zou Guan Yu got a point. He, he got a point, man. Yeah, I'm so really like here for that for him, you know. He got a point. He didn't. Certain certain people with strong family names didn't get a point. Got out qualified by a guy that turned up the other day. So certain man might be here on name alone. That's what the streets are saying. That's what the streets are saying. That's what someone had been trying to say for a minute. But you know what? He did get nerfed by Ocon on the first lap. So <laughs> <laughs> let me not be too harsh. But well, uh, then. that's it. So, guys, thank you for joining us. Thank um, you for joining us. Thank you for joining us, seeing as I'm here all the time. Yeah, yeah. thank you. Yeah, thank you for coming on again. Guys. Uh, you know what? You are like quest love of our Saturday. This. <laughs> <Careful>. <laughs> Yeah, I ain't nobody's quest love. <laughs> do, you like, do we not like quest love? You know, like quest love is like the band on Saturday Night Live. Yeah. Wow. Okay, so you, like a resident. We love we love quest love. <laughs> yeah. Make some. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't that. I ain't that guy. I ain't that guy. You're talking to a fucking producer. You're like, oh, you're like a drummer. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I respect Quest Love. Stop that right now. It's good. Yeah, I. I'll think of someone better next time. I'll yeah. think of someone better. Yeah, please, please think. Yeah. <laughs> and on that note, we lived gonna... it. We loved it. We lived it, loved it. Thank you. We thank you for about joining. it. Thank you for joining us. As always, thank you for the support on everything. Make sure you're following us, subscribed, all them things there. We'll see you for the uh, Saudi Arabia. Post race review. Tandy, have you come up with a catchphrase? Oh, well, that was actually it.
We lived it. Oh. We loved it. Oh my god! Imagine no, saying I... your catchphrase and a song goes to you. Have you come up with a catchphrase yet? <laughs> no. Go oh, back to I'm the going board. back to the board. I'm going back to the board. No. We, we, what we? No. Been... No. You wanted to live, like, laugh, laugh. Hi guys. Unbelievable. <laughs> what? The, what is this podcast? That was atrocious. <laughs> live, laugh, laugh. I'm going back to the board. board. Yeah. Bye, okay. Guys. Right, bye. Bye. See you in a bit, guys. See you,
Black voices are making an impact this month and beyond. Keep listening to discover one of our favorite shows, courtesy of ACAST Recommends. What's going on, everybody? This is Tristan Mack Wilds, one third of Guys Next Door. And if you are hearing my voice, maybe you should be listening to Guys Next Door. If you ever wanted to get into the mindset of the young black millennial man, all of the things that we go through, love, sex, relationships, financials, technology, mental health, and everything that lies in between, this show is for you. Now, I don't know what you guys are doing. I know you guys are probably listening to a really, really nice podcast, but make sure you guys go subscribe right now to Guys Next Door, and we'll see you guys in the neighborhood. Peace. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com.